0: What do you say? What do you say? Mame Dog is smiling up a storm already here. It is the Table Talk with Rookie's Family. And boy, we've got a lot of stuff to get to today. A lot going on this past week. A lot coming up this next week. We're hoping that you'll tell some more people about, a couple of people, maybe three, four people about Table Talk with Rookie's Family. It's growing slowly and steady, and we're happy to gather once a week, just to let you in on what's going on with uh, our family, what's going on in the world, what's going on in fashion, and what's going around just in our little family community as we strive for excellence. Uh, Matthew is out on location, of course, uh, in Boston. We'll get to that in a little bit. We are minus one player here, and that is Sophia, who was basically just playing hooky today, guys. What do you think? Do we find? Do we suspend her? What's going on? Oh,
1: yeah, she is not having a good day.
0: No, she did not respond to texts, uh, phone calls. She's staying at a friend's house, and we said, "Oh, we'll pick you up tomorrow." And oh yeah, okay, great. I dropped her off last night, uh, and uh, we haven't heard from her today. So, Sophia, uh, when she texts us and finally wakes up, we will uh, we'll let you know here what's exactly what's going on, but. We've got a lot to get to, so let's not mess around. Uh, Matthew's got football games to get to out east. We've got a football game to watch, and the Wild are on it uh, this morning. We're recording Sunday morning at about 10.30 in the morning. Okay, guys, what's the update? do you have
2: any updates for us? So,
1: well, I did warn everybody last podcast what was going to happen when Mom and Dad went out of town. And that did happen. We do have a uh, new no. <laughs> we do have a new member of our family. His name is Finley. He is a Pomeranian. He's weighing in right now at a little under one and a half pounds. And he will be about four pounds when he's fully grown. Both of his parents were four pounds, so the breeder's estimating that he'll be four pounds, give or take either way. But so far he's done a really good job he i mean he does still have his accidents he's training but he's gone to the bathroom outside quite a few times um he's got a lot of energy and when he's not playing with his toys he's sleeping
0: how do people see this young individual
1: um we'll definitely be able to post some photos so people will be able to see our new little on nugget. instagram twitter
0: yeah on all our social our Facebook. Media okay pages. good good yeah i um I'm a dog person. I I didn't really want a dog yet. I like the freedom of not having a dog for as long as we did. I would like it more, especially through the winter. Uh, the, the worst is taking a dog out in the winter and uh, taking a small dog out in the winter is going to be death when there's a big snowstorm <laughs> or huge snow piles.
1: Well not to mention that our dog can't even go up and down stairs because he is right. one and a half pounds. It, what? Yeah, he he can't go up and down stairs. I don't think he'll ever be able to. Yeah.
3: Oh sure he will. Um I
1: know tell in photos or videos how truly how small a one and a half pound dog is
2: no. You you absolutely can't and I can testify to that because in Boston, we saw photos and video of the dog and FaceTiming, and it looks small, but it's not that small, and then you see it in person, and it is by far the smallest dog I have ever seen in my life. I
0: well,
3: was, he's going to have to learn.
0: He will, but it, this is a, it's, it's not a good logistics dog. Let's just put it that way.
1: It's a great logistics dog because it can pretty much go wherever you need it to go inside of a purse.
4: If so we got a Caucasian Ovarska. it we wouldn't have this problem.
1: That's not a logistics dog.
0: That's no. a logistics dog. And one, I don't carry a purse. And two, I don't really bring dogs places except to maybe the dog park.
1: But see, now this dog is so small, it's easy to bring places. Yes. Yeah. You,
0: you don't need to bring it. I don't it's want to bring on a the, dog
4: airplane, to Target.
2: going everywhere.
3: No one brings the dog. There's nowhere that you would need it. Everywhere Why would you need, need to it. bring a dog? to I'm Target? to
0: look
2: up every single dog
1: friendly restaurant, and those are the only restaurants we will go to the rest of our life, so that Finley can experience things with us.
0: wow <laughs> oh, no! Well, I—I uh, I mean, I, I am a dog person. I love dogs, and I'll grow to love this dog. I just—I—I'm under protest that this happens so quickly, and. Uh,
1: I warned you guys, I gave you the fair warning, whether you chose to believe it or not,
2: I told you so. Now the biggest challenge we face is trying to walk in our house. He Mm -hmm. thinks that feet are toys, and you do Mm -hmm. not want to step on this dog because you will definitely seriously injure, if not kill it. You'd probably kill it. So you kind of have to shuffle Mm -hmm. and watch every time you get up to move, and he just dashes for you the second you move.
0: Which is the reason you want a dog? Uh, so you can't walk around your house, right? It's not like he hops up on your lap next to the fire or curls up at your feet. It's uh, I have to shuffle my feet now, like I'm I'm avoiding stingrays in the, uh, in the in the in the ocean.
2: I went to sit down on the ground this morning. He got running over there as fast as he could. Got right underneath where my butt was gonna go, and was kind of like, "Don't sit! Don't sit!" Yeah. So I froze in that position until we could get him moved. The
1: good thing about him, though, is he's not going to be able to go up on any furniture. So you don't have to worry about furniture getting wrecked or anything because he physically cannot jump off the <laughs> ground true. to the top of the couch. Nor can he sit up in the window sill that Piper would sit in because he will fall between the couch and the window sill.
0: That's true. Uh, I guess if you're going to find a silver lining. That is one of the silver yeah, linings. He, I mean, I'm not anti, but I'm just saying it, it happened quick. And,
1: and he barely eats because he's so <coughs> darn small, so you don't have to buy dog food a lot. There's a lot of pluses.
0: I like Piper, who would eat. On, if you drop the bag open, he would tear it open until every morsel is gone. Yeah,
1: he might try to do that, but he wouldn't get very far.
0: All right. All right. Well, that's, so that's news in our family. That's the, we got a dog. Boom. We got a dog.
1: And how
2: was Boston for you guys?
0: Uh And we went to Boston. um,
2: Thursday, Friday, came home Saturday. Yep. Quick trip. We stayed with Matthew and his roommate, Branick, at their apartment. Yep. Um, Worked out really well. It was very fun. Uh,
0: Matthew lives in the North End, and that's um, basically right by uh, Little Italy uh, in Boston. And it is, um, I like... Little Italy in Boston more than I do New York's Little Italy.
3: Just, Ours uh, is big Italy.
0: Yeah, yeah it, it it's just, it's,
2: right. Yours is so much bigger, and it's it's a really vibrant, fun area.
0: Yeah, if you haven't been, make sure. I mean, if you go to Boston, you're, obviously you're going to go on the Freedom Trail, and that's right through the north end. We saw Paul Revere's house, uh, the Old North Church. I mean, it's, it's really cool. Uh, tourists are everywhere. I know in New York, yes, tourists are everywhere, but in Boston, it's as if they stick out like a sore thumb, because they all have their cameras out on the Freedom Trail, and they're taking pictures of, uh, what is it, the the state house, or uh, just yeah. the bricks, or Paul Revere's house, and it's, I mean, it's not, uh, it's not silly, it's just, it's fun, and we did the same thing, we snapped a couple of photos, but... They really stick out there, and the night we went, Friday night when we were out walking around looking for, deciding which restaurant we were going to go to, uh, there were people everywhere, and it was fun. And what's the most important thing? What did you feel?
4: Safe. Good.
0: We felt safe. I did not feel... Um, downtown Minneapolis, downtown St. Paul, I'm constantly looking over my shoulder uh, for going to a wild game coming out of the Ordway, uh, even in, uh, coming out of the state theater. Um, Sophia and I are going to Mean Girls this week, and I've already thought about what, how are we going to get there? We'll park in the same lot, and that's Wednesday night, and I, I, did not, I do not feel safe in Minneapolis and St. Paul downtown, but I, I never thought twice about uh-oh in Boston. When I was in D.C., the really? other couple of shady spots, but I didn't feel that even walking around at night. Um, I didn't see that kind of, there was a good police presence, but I didn't see a lot of thuggery.
3: I I, I don't think that there's not. I and mean, I definitely have times where it's like you keep your
0: head on a swivel. Yep.
1: You so, always have your head on a swivel, Matthew. Yeah,
3: I do. I'm very paranoid. But uh, there's like certain spots. Yeah, we didn't go to a lot of those spots today where you kind of want to, stay on edge, but North End, there's so many there's so much happening that you've never really, you're never like alone on the street, usually, unless you're out at a weird time, but there's always people around and tourists and whatnot, so it, it does have a safer
0: feel. Unless you're the, the gal looking for her friend outside your window at about what time was that at, then Thursday or Friday night. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Stella! <laughs>
2: but we also took a detour outside of Boston City proper. And we went to the town of Dedham. Is that how you say it, Matthew?
3: Yep, Dedham, Massachusetts.
2: Right. And we visited uh, the Fairbanks House, which is the oldest wood structure in North America.
0: The oldest, yeah, timber frame house in North America, timber or frame. or wood frame, yeah,
2: wood frame. Right. And it was built in, they believe, 1636. And the significance of why we would go there, you might ask, is I am a descendant of the Fairbanks, and Matthew is too. Uh, yep. We figured out that I am 11th generation.
3: No, you're more than that. No, you're, more like, four, you're like 14. You're 12th. We
0: looked and in. We we went home and looked in the book, and I found um, where Grandma Williams. Grandma Williams was born. Ninth generation, which means Grandma Keeger is ten, your mom is eleven, and then you are number twelve.
1: They have a long What is it? How do you say that word? Lineal longevity. Meter? No, longevity. So that might be why. I don't know. It's People low. People are looking at me weird, so just never no. Mind. You're, no right. You're, you're right. You're right. That,
2: eh? that was interesting because my grandmother lived to hundred and five. Um, my mother is going to be ninety three soon. And one of the things that they said on the tour is the Fairbanks are known for their longevity. And even back in the 1600s, they were living to old ages.
3: That's crazy. And, and all their kids would survive.
2: Yes. Yeah. Which
3: was rare. Like oh, that's six huge. Kids and all six kids would make it to adulthood.
1: Yeah, because that's not, back in the days, right. not yeah. how it
0: worked. No, in the 1600s, uh, Let's see, John Fairbanks, the old man, lived to be uh, 73, as well as Grace, the mom, 73. That's
2: amazing. Uh, The boy John from 1618
0: to 1684, I mean, they had pretty long lives. There's a couple that uh, didn't have as as long, but um, Mm -hmm. it's just really neat to to know. I mean, think of all that. We get excited if we are down on Summit Avenue and we see the James J. Hill House, and, and that's history, or, you know, we lived in a house that was built in 1911. There was a lot of generations and we lived in St. Paul. And then the fact that you, your family, you guys, I'm not included in this, have a lineage and a book, an 800-page book that follows all of your cousins and relatives down to where your grandmother was born on the white earth, in in white earth, um, is amazing. And the fact that your relatives, you were in a house that they walked in. That is mind-blowing.
1: Yeah, that's pretty cool.
0: Mind-blowing that you have actual proof that that your relatives lived in this house. I yeah. think it's amazing. it was
2: funny because the docent there, she's like, well, welcome home, <laughs> <Yeah. was> cool. <laughs> which was kind of cool. And then a couple other interesting things. Kathleen
0: did a great job. Yes,
2: she did. They have a family reunion there every year, the second Saturday of August, and that is August 8th of 2020 thought it would be kind of fun to go to. They apparently get hundreds of people there.
1: Hmm. Yeah.
2: It'd be kind of cool. I mean, you don't have to stay if it's, if it's lame. Weird. It's, it, it, it is right. weird, McLaren, but it'd be kind of fun.
1: No, it would be, but, yeah, it's very bizarre. Maybe we could make it, like, a little family trip within, like, the whole Keeger yeah, family. Yeah, it would be that fun. That would be fun if we all, as, like, a big family went on. Yeah. But if it was just, like, the six of us, like, hi, we are descendants of the Fairbanks,
2: I'd be like, <laughs> I hate my life. Then they have... Um, uh relatives in every single state in the country which Let's is see. cool and then mm-hmm. the other thing was um oh they fought in both sides of the civil war
0: <laughs> yes they have a list yeah. of who fought in the civil war and uh, which sides and so forth and they have their rank they have who they fought for where they were from it's really uh the it's really cool the, the, especially the book the book that's also but yeah,
3: uh, there's been someone from the family that's fought in every single U.S. conflict since the Revolutionary War.
0: Wow. That's amazing. That's War of 1812, advice. Civil War, yep. Revolutionary War. I and mean, the every... modern wars,
3: too.
2: And we've also had a vice president.
0: Yep. Teddy
3: Roosevelt, vice president.
2: Speaking of president.
0: Um, but I would also like to mention that uh, it was funny because yesterday I got a call. Uh, from uh, mom 's brother Eddie, who called me to say, "What is this whole Fairbanks house thing?" I told him go to fair uh, fairbankshouse dot org and learn about the history of the house but he was uh he was a little jealous i think he said i didn't I had no idea i said well it 's the coolest thing to go out there and you know I explained what I just explained earlier on the podcast, mm-hmm. but uh uncle Eddie was really um he has a neighbor that is a Fairbanks descendant. That's a relative of you guys that lives yeah. next door to him. So he was excited to tell uh, his neighbor about that. Yeah, yeah he's got to get the book.
2: Yeah, he should. It actually was a little bit emotional for me, and I did not expect that at all. That really took me by surprise. Yeah. But it, it kind of was.
0: It's funny that you wouldn't have been emotional about it because I thought it was re- – when you, when you let it sink in, it's really – really cool yeah, yeah. That, that nobody right. people don't have that in this country there's no 1600 structure standing obviously uh no matter what i don't care what it's made of most yeah. of everything is all gone unless it you know it's downtown boston <laughs> made in the 1680s or whatever which is neat right. nice to see too
2: well yeah. yeah that was fun and kind of along the same lines is my article today what do you got so that's one of the oldest structures in north america but I have the oldest place you can possibly go in Minnesota.
0: Hmm.
2: Ooh! Anybody have any guesses of what it might be? Oh boy!
0: Okay, let's think. Let's logically, Gabe, like put your it, brain to use. You snow. will yeah. not guess You're it. Smart.
1: It's got to be something like Native like American related.
0: Ye old mill. No. Ooh, very close. Is it a structure?
1: Um. Yes. Yeah. Something to do with Native Americans. No,
2: no, because that's, I think they're talking about more modern. Oh, I local. don't know. Uh, no, it is the Hubble House in Manterville.
4: Yep. Don't even know what that is.
2: It's nope. located in Manterville. Is that how you say that? M A N T O I V I L L E? Yeah. Minnesota. The Hubble House is a historic landmark, and it's downtown,
0: okay. and it was
2: built in 1854. Constructed the first Hubble House four years before Minnesota was admitted as the 32nd state. Just a few years later, it was rebuilt as a three-story building and still stands today. And the restaurant is quite popular for people to go to. Uh,
0: Hmm. I just pulled up the Hubble House. Look at that menu. It's steak and lobster with Bearnaise sauce. Uh, That looks really good. Where's Manderville? Manterville is, uh, I'll tell you in a second here.
1: So it's a restaurant now?
0: It's down by the, um, like, it's south. Zumbro, uh, let's see, what's the biggest I food? don't really think Kansas. it matters. Yeah, I just yeah. To give it a.
2: It was known as the crossroads to on your journey west. So people huh. would stop there. Ulysses S. Grant stayed there. Mickey Mantle stayed there. The Vikings what? have stayed there. Hmm.
0: It's west of Rochester, and north of Highway 14, which goes out of Rochester. So huh. it's it's pretty close. That, that might be a neat place. To th- now we've got to stop by. That's a road trip to go yeah. check out Hubble House. That would
2: be cool. And they're famous for their onion rings.
0: Huh. Okay, sold. <laughs>
2: Interesting. Interesting.
0: Really? The 1854?
2: According to the article.
3: 220 years newer. Okay. Yes, isn't that something? All right. right.
1: So I'm bringing to the table today, it's not really an article. It's something that I saw, and I think a lot of people in this room might have some kind of reaction to it. So on Twitter it says, Condolences to those whose names are forever connected to unfortunate pieces of pop culture. And the person that's writing this, weirdly enough, his name is Jesse McLaren. He's like a nighttime... TV writer. I'd never heard of him, but he does have the blue check on Twitter. And his first name is Jesse. So Jesse's girl, he always got references yeah, to sure. Jesse's girl. Springfield yeah. So then I was like, well, I, I know we've talked about this before, but I always get, oh, your parents love the McLaren sports car. Oh, you're named yeah. after the car. Scroller. And like all stuff like that. And then I was like, well, has anybody else in the family had any similar instant? Yes. Yeah. So I
2: just was going to talk about that.
1: My, Mickey Mouse. Yeah.
2: Mickey was my nickname given to me at a very young age. And it was spelled M I C K E Y, just like the mouse.
4: M O U S E. And
2: I have always <laughs> despised it. And anyway, at one point, I think I was in fifth grade, I said, well, I got to at least get rid of the mouse. Mouth. Oh, my gosh. The mouse spelling.
0: So you so doodle. <laughs> you doodle. I changed
2: it to M I C K I, and I've stuck with that. And then I went to high school, and I thought, all right, this is my opportunity. I can drop Mickey. No one's going to know me there. One person knew me there, one oh. as Mickey as Mickey. And then I'm not Michelle. I'm obviously Mickey because people gravitate towards that over Michelle. Right. And ever since then, I've always tried to introduce Michelle. And as soon as someone finds out Mickey, they go to Mickey. It's funny how people do gravitate towards
1: those nicknames.
0: Shorter names. Yes. Yeah. Uh, my best friend growing up in, uh, as a child, Craig, they named him Craig because there's no nickname. You know, like Matt. Uh-huh. might be, hey, Maddie. Matt, Gabe, uh, Mac, Shelly. You know, Shelly to my right here. <laughs> <laughs> You're not much of a Shelly, are you? Um but that's, uh, it's funny how people always, especially boys, why do boys always have to, a, a hockey coach will give you a nickname that ends with what? Sound. K- the long E. Oh. The, hey, Mikey. Yeah. Hey, Jimmy. Hey, Tommy. I mean, all that, yeah. every nickname ends with the long E. What? Hey, yes? Gabby. Gabby. Yeah,
4: e. I get Mike Wazowski because my last name is Mikulski. Huh. Mike
3: Wazowski. I've gotten that a million times. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. I mean, Matt Mikulski and Mike Wazowski. So. I've never funny. gotten
1: that. I get Mac though, and then of course when you get Mac, it's like, oh Big Mac. It's What's Big up, Mac. Big Mac? It's like, ha, you're funny. Yeah, that's <laughs>
3: terrible.
2: I used to get was, Big Mac.
3: <sighs> I was just talking about with Kayla. She had never known. Growing up though, everyone called me Chauncey.
2: Yeah. Uh huh.
3: And she had never heard.
0: Oh yeah. That anybody had
3: called me that, and I said, "There's still people. Whenever I see them,
0: that." Will call me Chauncey. That was started by Wingard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he started that on in, 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 uh yeah uh, after Chauncey Billups who was with the Timberwolves. But I don't. You never played basketball, so I never. We. It was funny. though he loved it, but it was just. Uh, it was a nickname started by uh, by him, and that it yeah. stuck.
2: Yeah, that is a funny nickname.
0: Yep, <laughs> Chauncey Billups. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Gabe every now and then gets Gabrielle. Oh, you're dead. Yeah. People you mess up your name yeah. and call you the female version. Which
1: I don't understand at all. Gabrielle isn't even spelled that way.
2: No, and why would you ever look at a boy and call him the girl name? I have no idea. It confuses me greatly.
1: But that that's not, I guess, really a nickname thing. That's just a person is not able to read Although correctly. I do think
2: that Gabrielle is a hard, the hard name. name.
4: We got major echo going on.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, uh, like, one yeah. thing is funny that if Sophia was here to comment, she'd be able to talk about her Sophia name being shortened to Sophie, Tafia, to Tafi. To She's yeah. got about seven or eight nicknames. Yes, she, she does. Is. I call her Sophia. I call her Sophia as well.
4: No, this I call is her a too. This very oh wait no it's not. Never mind. What? I was gonna say it's off topic, but that was McLaren's thing.
1: Yeah, that yeah. Was, I didn't really have an article. It was just like talking about nicknames. I thought it was a
0: conversation I, yeah. piece.
1: Well, and you've
2: got, you've got nickname Rookie. Yeah, that stuck with you.
0: I was at, uh, my friend that works at the airport was on an aircraft the other day uh, to making sure it was all ready for people to come down. And the flight attendant said to him, um, I'm, not sure, I'm not sure whether I'm supposed to call you Matt or the Rookie. And I said, it doesn't matter because <laughs> she was a listener to the podcast in the Garage Logitech. I said, it doesn't matter. She was very nervous about calling me the wrong thing. Oh, I said, funny. it's fine. She, you know, don't, don't worry about it. It's fine. I just had to laugh about that. But before I talk to you, I'm going to have to go.
4: You do that. Before you start census.
1: Okay, and Gabe here okay. well, is very nitpicky
2: for the podcast today.
4: I'm tired, so I'm just kinda pointing things out.
2: Gabe had to sleep with the dog in his room last night. Yeah. He wanted he you know. I was gonna say he didn't have to, he chose to.
4: Yeah. Bad choice. <laughs> it, just, it went fine at the beginning when he was tired, but then he realized he wasn't with me and got very no. upset. Yes. No,
2: no, because Um,
4: I'd put him back in the thing after he would fall asleep on my bed, and then he would immediately go. That's why the dog
1: can't sleep with Gabe, because he can't be doing that. He needs to learn that he has to sleep inside
4: of the crate. crate. A box. You put him in a box. (laughs) You don't have a crate, because McLaren's like, oh, I've got a crate ready. I can get it today. It's I like love three how days Gabe after he always blames everything
1: on me about no. the dog. So he Fia, doesn't do any no. of the work, and so he's Fia, yelling at me so for was everything. There.
4: We were at PetSmart, and I said, we should just get this crate because it's cheaper okay, than so the other Fia, one. And she goes, she goes, no, I have one on Marketplace or whatever Facebook thing. And I go, can you get that today? And she goes, I can get it tomorrow. I've already been talking to the person. It is three days after she has not gotten it. Get
1: your hand away from me! In between running around and doing other things, why haven't you offered to go pick it up?
4: Last time I checked, I can't. You've got a bike.
1: It's 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 by our house.
4: Why are you crying?
1: I'm not crying. You're just being annoying. And okay. you said you'd help with the dog, People. and you haven't done anything. Honest to God. Well, he keeps throwing Gabe's me topic. under the bus. Oh. What? Next
2: topic. We're moving on to Gabe. Gabe's <laughs> an
1: awful human.
2: Stop. 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 Who's,
0: who's got the next topic?
2: Gabe, who's uh, I, unprepared. I, I,
4: I oh my God. Okay. I, no, I got it. So this woman was driving on a highway. And a small cat, which she thought was a cat, ran across the highway, so she stopped and brought the cat into her car, and it acted like a little kitten, and it was like playing with her and everything, and then she got home and realized that it was indeed not a cat when she already was in the bed with it, and it was a bobcat, so she brought it to- Did you see
2: photos of this?
4: Mm, I don't know. I did. It was huge. It no? was
2: not little. It was big. And her child was also in the car with her.
4: It's just a little kitten thing.
3: The bot. The
0: it's, it's like, a, it's the like a kitten bobcat. Right. We saw a kitten. Maybe there was a file photo.
2: Okay. Maybe we could that, have been fooled. Okay. But I saw we that same one you fooled. did. I saw a full on big cat.
4: No, it's a tiny. And then she brought it to a, like, service for these little animals and said that it's a bobcat don't pick up just wild cats to see in the wilderness they're not like not a little cat.
3: Little cat yeah it okay. does look like
4: one but they said that uh bobcats have a distinct like dotted feature of them that cats don't normally get and their ears are different and their paws are different
0: okay then someone to offer clickbait uh, Mom and I were guilty of the clickbait because I thought, oh, my God, that thing is huge. So that must have been a file photo of another bobcat because that cat was huge. Or a Photoshop
2: type thing because I saw a huge cat laying in the no. back seat, like a full-on no, it, it, bobcat. It
4: said in the article I read that it was, like, climbing around the car, and then it settled in in her lap and went to bed. Aww. So, Well, we'll, we'll see if we cute. can get you a bobcat. What happened to the
2: bobcat then, I wonder?
4: Um, they, she brought it to the... Like, Fox Service. Hold on, wait. Hey, there's a funny name. For Fox' sake. For Fox' sake. Wildlife. <laughs> fox oh, jeez. Yes. Yeah.
0: That's like, wear the fox hat.
4: And they, they took it, and I don't know if they released it or
3: No, they're it. keeping it.
4: Okay. Right, then there you go. They're
3: looking for donations. Because they're expensive to take care of.
2: Well, I'm sure.
4: Well, if, if they found it in the wilderness, I bet they could put it back out there.
3: Five to six weeks old.
2: No, that needs a mom.
3: Name is Arwen.
0: Yep.
2: Oh, Irwin. <laughs> that's cute.
3: Yeah. All
0: right, well, I'll remind, I'll remember that, not to pick up any cats that look like raccoons or anything. Well, nope. we kind of have that situation I right don't now.
2: think ours is a bobcat. It could be a bobcat.
0: The best thing ever so. about having an animal living in the house was when Matthew was a little toddler and we had a big labradoodle and he was staring at the labradoodle, studying something, and then he said something to the effect of, what did he say?
2: When does he come out of the suit?
0: Right. When does he, yeah, like he, like he's going to go on break and go have a cigarette outside. When does he come out of the suit? <laughs> it was very innocent and very funny, and uh, I'm sure you've learned a lot about dogs since then, Matthew. Yes. Yeah. I, I believe
3: there was a person in there.
0: All right. You're next up, big guy.
3: All right. I'm going to bring the uh, tone down here. Princeton grad who killed Dad after his $1,000 weekly allowance was sentenced to 30 years to life.
0: So mm-hmm. this,
3: was, this was a story from, I think it was, yeah, 2015 is when it actually happened, but it's just sort of kind of coming back around now. A guy who went to Princeton, very promising kid, smart, uh, he's 30 years old. His father ran a hedge fund, uh, and he was very wealthy. And so this the kid, all the way through college and after college, got an allowance from his parents, and he would get $1,000 a week allowance. Nice. And his so until he was thirty. So he got to the point he was thirty. And his parents started saying, You need to get your act together, start being more self sufficient, we're gonna start cutting down your allowance. (laughs) And so they periodically would give him less and less money until it got to the point where he was only getting three hundred dollars a week from them. And the kid went to Manhattan where his dad lives and shot him in the head.
2: Oh, my wow. God.
3: Wow. Put the gun in the in his dad's hand to make it look like a suicide. Oh, that
0: always works. Yeah. Yeah. So and he that, could get he did, the money? He did
3: not fool anybody with that. Uh, he caught the guy immediately. Um, and he just got sentenced, however, somehow four years later.
2: Uh, wow.
3: And he got sentenced to 30 years to life. But I don't even remember the story of in 2015. I feel like I would have heard this. But yeah. Uh, I thought it was kind of a wild story. And... Did he, idiot person. Did
1: he kill the dad because he was mad and then he thought he'd get the money for the dad dying? Or he, it was just out of anger? Okay.
3: Mom was still alive, so I'm sure she would have had the money.
2: Huh.
0: But think about this. If if indeed he was that smart, which you're going to get pretty good grades to get into Princeton and get good grades once you get into Princeton, the first thing, huh? if you fast forward to after you're, you've done this ungodly deed the first thing the detectives are going to say is is there anybody in his life that could have possibly been irked or upset or mad and you know wouldn't the wife some well uh junior was pretty upset when he wasn't getting his allowance anymore instantly you're a target especially if your dad's a hedge fund manager and you've got a lot of money that's the first i mean it's so stupid that's a Crime show CSI 911 or whatever. Well, here's
1: my thing is I think there might have been, and I'm not saying to blame mental illness when people kill someone, but if he wasn't getting his life together and was just living off of his parents' money and then they're trying Mm -hmm. to have him grow up and this is how he reacted, clearly something was –
2: Something was wrong.
1: Something was, yeah, Yeah. really wrong for him to react this way and for his parents to be like, you need to start growing up and taking responsibility. It sounds like there might be. And I'm not saying, oh, he's got a mental illness, blah, blah, blah. But I think there might be more to this story.
0: That would be maybe example A, but also example B could be he was just a big baby, Mm -hmm. pain in the ass, and he was evil. He was just a, you you got a bad guy, which... Which there is a difference between mental illness and just being an entitled uh, generation. Whatever he was saying, I need to, I'm I'm entitled to this. I
1: know, but if he went to Princeton, it's. That, I don't know. I think there's more to the story that.
0: I bought his way in. Country, sure.
3: Probably. No, well,
1: I think we're all making assumptions, so maybe we should no, just I mean, stop.
3: Pretty clearly obvious. Uh, but they, they did do an insanity defense at his trial, and they did not. Uh, succeed. The jury did not
4: God, I'm that.
0: glad they didn't buy it. But dad didn't deserve a successful dad didn't deserve that when he was already supporting his kid and got him all the way to that point and the kid says I want more or you're well, he not He was a bad a parent. I'm not saying he was a great parent. I I'm, I'm just I'm saying that. You don't even know who the guy is. You can't say he's a well bad that's parent. bad
2: parenting. Quick side You note. don't you don't give your kid thousand dollars a week till the age of thirty.
4: I bet if you That's guys had the money, you guys would give problem. more money to people.
2: Here, I have a quick question: What does a hedge
1: fund manager do?
3: They have like a group of investments, and then they manage the money. So people give them money, and then they invest in the stock market for them.
0: So Matthew has a hedge fund, and Matthew says to me, "I want you to invest uh, hundred million dollars." And more often than not, with a wink and a nudge, they can say, "I can guarantee you, X percentage amount." And so they try to make sure that they deliver to their investors ten uh, percent, uh, whatever the percentage. Okay, is. Uh,
1: we just I'm not I'm so that, so no but then, idea.
0: But then that's a in the market for you. But that's attractive to you to get that almost guarantee that you're going to get ten percent. So you give them the hundred million take, dollars. They'll
2: take stocks million. from they pick like. Five companies. And the companies are on the stock exchange, I mean, and they'll put I, them together, and then you invest in all those just companies. Just that, because I don't even know what the hell the stock exchange is, okay. and I don't want well, to
3: explain. You, I thought to this dead. was a
1: quick fix, but this is not.
3: I, they invest in the stock market. And them.
1: I don't even know Very what simple. the stock market is, so let's then you, just move oh on.
4: Jesus okay. No,
1: I do are not. You praying, man, are, you. You? Listen, are you praying, Matthew? Are you praying, Father Jingda listens to listen. this. Listen. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, wait. to whoa, Okay.
2: McLaren. I need to say something. Going back to Boston, probably. No, I'm gonna. This is right. back. This has to do with church and back in Boston, we went into a church right by where Matthew lives,
0: Saint uh, Leonard, I believe. Saint
2: Leonard, and we toured it just kind of by ourselves. It was just open at night, and we went in there. It's just beautiful, and the statues in there are all donated, and <clears throat> there's plaques along the wall. <clears throat> Sorry, of all these donations made to the church, and every pew is donated and anyway, I just it really had nothing to do with what you were saying no, but no. <laughs> i I loved going into this church, and there was a a large mafia presence, yes, um as far as the donations go, some very prominent mafia families um which pretty much ended their reign in the eighties there. Um, they, yeah. But they did donate the front two pews in the names of the family, Love and the plaques around. on the the plaque on the wall has the four children on it. It was it's kind of interesting, but the church is beautiful, and I want Matthew to go there. And the ten thirty mass on Sundays is in Italian, so I I think that'd be really neat.
0: Yeah, that really. Yeah, would be I, was,
2: cool. I think that would be cool to go see.
4: Hmm. Yeah. All right. De- All, All right,
0: right. where Sorry. were we? Uh my We, we digress Yes. Oh, but we digress. Um, politics. Let's start talking politics. All right. Always politics. Does that stress you guys out? No, hit no. me. Uh the US politics has been incredibly diverse in recent years and is only likely gonna grow worse as this trouble over President Trump and Ukraine, et cetera, impeachment. Um So it's no wonder that the stress of politics these days, nearly two out of five Americans say politics is stressing them out. One in five are sleepless or have had friendships damaged over politics, the researchers have found. Um, They're saying this has divided, uh, again, families, friendships, and I don't maybe not necessarily immediate families or possibly could have, but like cousins or uncles or in-laws, that type of thing. Uh, and things have been intensified uh, this past week, which it really is uh, a yes or no. In an earlier study, two-thirds of Americans said the future of the nation is a very or somewhat significant source of stress, even more so than stressors like money or work. More than half it's considered this the lowest point in U.S. history that they can remember.
1: That's a load of crap.
0: You that
3: they can remember.
0: Do you believe,
4: do you believe that? that it, uh,
1: Absolutely People not. just like
4: to find problems. Well, yeah.
3: but I mean, Yes, you believe uh, you know
1: that. Where is this article from? What liberal Democrat is writing this article to well, let the world know?
0: This article was from the UPI, United Press International. And uh, the study, the American Psychological Association, has more um, info right. about coping with stress. Go ahead.
3: Let me, let me say this: this is a recurring issue for you, McLaren. This article does not offer any opinion. It is simply <laughs> stating the results of a study. No,
1: they did offer an opinion when they were talking about Donald Trump.
3: No, no they, they, did. were just they just didn't, didn't even
4: say name once. They didn't once.
1: say that. Yes, they a, did. They did, did not time, listen time to his Dad. His name
4: was not mentioned one
0: time. It was. It was in the opening, but it yes, didn't but take. Dad just said like, that. Dad mentioned it. It yeah, was not in the article. beginning, but it didn't take a side. It didn't. It, say, did it, say, it sounded
1: like they took the.
4: Dad mentioned Trump and Ukraine. The article does not say that.
1: Yes, he was reading the beginning of the no.
0: article. So what? What they said was uh, issues like this, which the current issue is Trump versus Ukraine, is is ta- is causing people.
1: And he stress. mentioned impeachment.
0: But, so what we're, the the point of the article is this, not the politics, but how politics has obviously divided the country, but it's obviously causing people sleepless nights, which I, one in five, 20% of people can't sleep at night because they're worried about, there's so much other stuff to worry about. you
1: out there, you, you need to seek mental help. Because if that's that big of an issue for you, you really need help. If you're um, having sleepless nights because I of mean, the politics. I there's something wrong with the you. The know. only
2: sleepless night I ever have over politics is on election night, and that's only to see who wins. We were popping yeah. champagne after <laughs> the last election. What was it? Two a.m. Not me. I was sleeping. She
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, was taking a nap. was taking a, a, a late nap. Uh, that being said, uh, I've known, you know, I know people that are extremely liberal. I mean, extremely liberal. And one of the guys, was he was the general manager of a nightclub. Remember we went down there for your birthday? Yeah. That guy? He is as left as can be. But when I see him, it's high smiles, it's happiness, it's uh, jovial. He just had an unfortunate incident in his family, so our condolences go out to him. Um, if, if he's listening to the podcast, I'm not sure. I haven't talked to him. But, um, but okay. he is as left as can be and... Uh, it it doesn't affect our relationship. Now there's others that I know that it does affect the relationship, whether it's friends, family, coworkers, and that's sad because it's it's so. You watch the view and see Joy Behar and Meghan McCain you. go after each other. Joy is so. Uh, so negative. And Joy she doesn't does not have a job.
1: She's a ruthless, gross human being. Well, uh, I hope you're listening, boy. No,
0: I know she is. But beyond that is what I'm saying is that's the wrong approach to go in attack mode. Let uh-huh. I, I don't care if you if you voted for Hillary Clinton, and I know people that did. I don't despise them. I don't hate them. I don't. If you voted for vote but for Donald Trump, I'm not. Uh, trying to praise you and or just come to you.
1: our family dinner table.
0: I'm just, you know, I, what I'm saying is um, politics, yes, if you're in the game and you're the politician running, that should stress you out and your family. If you're just a voter, it shouldn't stress you out. It should just be, up oh, here's the guy that won. When Clinton won, I did not vote for Bill Clinton. Oh, someone did. I was sad that my guy, George Bush, didn't win. But you know what? It took me about three minutes to get over it. And then also realized that was going to be good for business. That was going to be good for the radio business. But when uh, President Clinton was in office, I president- tried to
2: help you out with that.
0: No, no, don't even go there. <laughs> when President Obama was in office, he was my president. I didn't vote for him, but you know what? It didn't bother. It didn't bother me because
1: that because here's the thing. Even if your person didn't win, life goes on. It's really not going to impact you so bad that your life is going to end. Sure, there might be things that you have to change and it stinks, but your life isn't going to end. Your life is going to continue. Guess what? The president, you can say they aren't your president, but guess what? They are. Right. You're living in America. He's in charge. So, it, sure, we I might not have liked Obama, but... He was my president. That's who people wanted. Okay, get I,
2: uh, get over it.
0: Go to sleep at night. I'm alive. one in five. Yeah. One in five go to sleep. Don't yeah. make it. Don't make it kill you. There. I
2: think they have other issues in their life. Yeah,
0: that could be, and maybe they're just blaming politics. That's true. Uh, uh, go ahead.
1: Speaking of politics, yep. the president is coming to our state October tenth.
0: What's our prediction on that? Is that going to be a – it's going to be a mess outside of Target Center? Yeah,
1: because Frey already made it be a mess.
0: He said – He
1: released a statement, and it was just, the president is not welcome in our state, and all this stuff, and it's just – so I don't think that that's –
0: It wasn't very – Stately.
1: Again, he doesn't have
0: to say anything. He could say, we welcome the president to Minnesota and leave it at that. He doesn't have exactly. to say anything more and then just move on.
1: Exactly. You don't have to. He does not have to agree with the president, but he he's in office. Frey is an elected official, and so is President Trump. You have to just be cordial. You don't have to like whatever they're putting I, out.
3: I am excited for a Democrat to be president and just see – We'll have to replay all this back to McLaren.
1: But uh, <laughs> Sure, I might get upset, but it's not going to stop my life, and I'm not going to say he's not my president. You can mark my words on that. Because even though I didn't think Obama was great, I never once said he's not my president, because he is.
0: Well, we're, uh, we're not going to get political, but we're going to talk about <laughs> what the stress of politics. I do want to move on. Uh, just our last point here, go out with a positive um, this is a really nice, you know, people are always looking for new ways to help people out. Gabe, you've got to do how many service hours this year for high school? I have no idea. Right, I thought you were
2: gonna... I'm not 100% sure that's,
4: we don't, I don't think that do service any.
2: hours are required of freshmen. We
4: get merits,
0: but okay. we don't what get is service hours. Matthew?
3: What are you going to say, Dad? What is it, yeah. yeah.
0: I was going to say, first and foremost, um, our own charity here at secondstork.org is always looking for volunteers. So if you are a uh, listener to the podcast and you want to have a family outing, maybe with the holidays coming up, you are very welcome to pack diaper bags. Look at secondstork.org. I'm a co-founder with uh, Debo O'Halloran and, and Dan Flanagan about uh, 2008, and it's growing And we always need help um, delivering diapers to hospitals. And we're non-political and non-religious. Please check that out. But I bring that up because there's another uh, outfit that has done something very positive. And I just want to read it. It's really quick. Indianapolis resident, Francine Long, 64, says there's days she barely has the energy to get out of bed. The thought of tidying up her home while undergoing chemotherapy sounds downright exhausting. It turns your body inside out. My energy level's just tanked, she said. But her everyday life was made a bit easier when she found out about cleaning for a reason. This is an Indianapolis story, at CBS Channel 4 out of Indianapolis. Uh, This outfit, not only did they clean, but they sanitized, which is what I need. I need to get as much bacteria and germs away as I can. She said, from dusting to doing the dishes, the Dust Devils owner, Teresa Colba, says it's about lending an extra helping hand. Instead of using that energy to clean the house, these patients can use it. For something that hopefully brings them joy, she said. That means patients like Francine can focus all their attention on the road to recovery. They just came here and went to work. I felt so happy and relieved. At least I can breathe for a little while until next time. To date, cleaning for a reason has helped over 30,000 people. There's zero financial requirement. The only criteria is a person must be going treatment for any type of cancer. And you can click on there if you want to. It's not here, but... I just thought that's really neat. It puts your faith, after all the stressful political talk, in uh, in the United States and Americans who help people out uh, when they're in need. Yeah. So that's pretty Good cool. Good
2: point. Nice story.
0: Yes. yes Great. Cool. All right. We are no. going out with a positive. Uh, Vikes win, 3 o'clock?
4: I don't know. Let's
0: right. wrap this up. Sports. A
1: game might not be able to make it to the eight. next
0: one. Yeah, it's the late game the wild. Play at 1 o'clock. Yeah. And twins close out their season today?
3: Yep. Yeah, no, I know. Don't they have one more after this?
0: Oh, do they? I don't know. I thought well, they're up to 304 home runs. They've got their record. That's probably going to stand for what? Maybe one more season with these juice balls.
3: Yeah. I mean, we'll see. If Yankees could beat it today. Where
0: well, are we watching the game in Boston today, brah? I'm
3: actually going to a barbecue. Are you? How, <laughs> do you have so, good
2: weather today?
3: Yeah, beautiful. Perfect. Oh, good. Breezy, really sunny. Oh, nice. so I'll probably be watching. I might bring my laptop, honestly, to the barbecue and put the game on that. You're ridiculous. <laughs> be outside, so I can't. I don't know. That's so, fun. I won't miss it. You can. You can count on that.
0: All right. Thank you. Be safe out in Boston. Sophia sends her uh, highest salutations. Yeah. Okay, Maddie. I just talk heard you later. from her. All Bye. Bye. Right, Bye. Bye.
4: Podcast.
0: He doesn't want to listen to that. Oh, you heard from Sophia. What does she say? She's ready to do the podcast. Why are you waving your finger in the air? got a hot date. So done with this thing that it's not even funny. No, so don't say done with this uh, thing. He's, he's a
4: little a mad man that he got
1: publicly shamed on the podcast.
4: You were the one that was crying because I called you out. There
1: were no tears in the podcast. You was backed me. And up. then
4: you smacked me because I put my hand up for you because to
1: stop talking. You over put you. your hand right in my face. I More of
0: this childish behavior on the next Table Talk with Rookie's Family. You can find us on all sorts of social media. We are on Instagram. We are on Twitter. Gabe, what's our Facebook page? I wish I could tell you that one. Just check us out. Google, Google Table Talk with Rookie's Family. Apple iTunes. Give us a rating. We like to hear whether you like this bickering or not. And we'll catch you next time as Gabe does his best imitation of a helicopter with the, pointing his finger above his head.
1: <laughs>
0: Prociferous. You got a last word?